1: Welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show With the boys, LC, Jack, and the Breadman Give us a shout here in the studio You can reach us live and direct at Area code 347-843-4738 Up close and personal Urban Talk Radio Summertime, summertime, summertime That is what's happening now little quiet right now in the sports world Still still a little buzz in the air Going down With the NBA Having a free agency And there's still some free agents out there Baseball All-star season As you know uh, Excitement Was yesterday So Football's right around the corner but it looks like the NBA <laughs> is getting like the NFL, where it's 365 days a year. There's something happening. Um, and, you yeah, know, even when it's not the NBA season, there's something, there's some news, some shakeups, some trades, some this, some that. So that's what's so great about sports. And, you know, from time to time, we like to, you know, get. Someone on that uh, gives you a inside look On what's happening in the sports arena And uh, tonight we're going to have Our man Who uh, shows us a lot of love coming on to the show NBA beat writer Tony Williams So we're going to have him on very shortly uh, But again feel free Give us a shout 347 uh, 843 We're going to have Tony on in a second uh, But again uh, Hopefully you're you are enjoying your summer The weather is just blazing hot Can't complain right Before you know it Summer will be out and we'll be going You know be going into the Into the fall but enjoy it While you can While the weather's great I was just watching the news flash As we speak And uh looks like in the midwest Mid southwest Getting hit with Torrential uh, hurricanes down there uh, Especially down in New Orleans All those people that went down to Essence last week Be glad that storm didn't happen last week It looks pretty bad So as soon as I finish our show tonight I gotta call my family down in New Orleans Hopefully it makes sure everyone is a okay Um, So, you know, all looks good so we're going to take a brief pause for the cause, as uh, and then we're going to bring up our man, the NBA beat writer Tony Williams. Stay tuned. Be right back. Hi, this is Barry Eastman, songwriter, record producer. Hey, check out my new album that's out on Billy Ocean called Here You Are. Uh, classic R&B songs and classic hits from Billy and you're listening to the L.C. and Jack Show.
0: Hi, everybody. Dave Simms, Seattle Mariners TV announcer, and you're
1: listening to L.C. and Jack with the Breadman. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne-King. I'm here at the L.C. and Jack radio show. What's up, world? It's is your boy, P. Frank Williams, producer, um, extraordinaire, V T Wars, American Gangster, Unsung, plenty of properties. I want to shout out my man, L.C. and Jack, for holding it down, for hip-hop culture, for the universe and keeping that radio um, wave uh, alive and well man shout out to you guys be safe and be black and strong one well, love what's good family it's your girl Adina Howard and you are listening to the one and only Elsie and Jack radio show love you boys we love you too Adina it's all good baby Adina go check out Adina of Mad Love she's back out on tour doing a thing a freak like me I think everybody liked that song. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to get at it with my man, Tony Williams, a beat writer for the NBA. I uh, was so happy to have him, and um, we're going to get right into it with him. What's happening there, Tony? How's everything going? It's all good, man. How you doing? Ah, we're good, man. It's enjoying the summer. It's crazy. You know, uh, I wanted to get you uh, – kind of settled down a little bit. I know there's still some free agents out there and a lot of stuff happening in the NBA. I know you cover the NFL and uh, as well, but right now, of course, everyone's talking about the NBA and some of the trades that still may go down. So uh, why don't we get right into it? Uh, what was your assessment? And, you know, we'll get into what the... We'll go right into it with the Lakers and the Clippers. Did you think that... Did, did you have any idea that the Lakers was going to be given the cold shoulder? Uh, honestly, by yeah. Kawhi, uh, it's, by Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, a lot of Laker fans uh, talking a lot of smack. Yeah, we're just waiting for the official nod, and it didn't come. What would you think? Did you, did you think that they had a shot, or you, you really thought he was going to go to the Clippers? I thought he was going to stay in Toronto.
0: No, I only I only thought it was a two-team race, uh, and I never thought the Lakers were be a serious consideration. I thought that he would sign a two-plus-one deal in Toronto, meaning he would sign for two more years, and then become an, a player's option year in that third year, as the way he did today with the Clippers. He signed a two-plus-one where he's a free agent again in year three. I never really thought the Lakers had, had the best shot. I know all those talking heads on ESPN were guaranteeing him going to the the Lakers. I never really mm-hmm. thought that. I always thought that it was a two-team race because Kawhi is not Hollywood. Ka- Kawhi is not glitz and glamour. He doesn't care about all the presser things, and he didn't want to play LeBron's shadow. Uh, he's more low key so i thought if you want to go to la and still and still be low key you go to the clippers instead of the lakers so i never really thought that he was going to be uh, going to lakers i thought originally he was going to go to toronto but if he had to leave
1: i thought from day 1 it was
0: all going to be clippers
1: wow i tell you it was it was a little bit of a shocker i think i think when they sealed the deal um you know, to to get him a teammate, um, I think that was that was that was the, that was the done deal because I, I think the Clippers, I mean, the Clippers, the Clippers gave uh, Oakland the uh, they gave Oakland a, a handful of players, man. Oh my god! <laughs> so that was what yeah, you think? I, on the, what'd you think about the trade? I mean, did, I mean they, they 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 gave. I mean, you really didn't have a choice, but. I mean, they were smart on getting those draft, unprotected draft picks. Um, that Thunder, were talking about, for obviously as late as they could. What was your What was your assessment of the um, of the trade?
0: I I think that when you talk about the two teams this summer who traded their superstars. Uh, away, you know, talking about New Orleans and talking about OKC, I thought both teams did a great job as far as getting back assets, especially OKC, what they did with all those draft picks, and they'll probably add more after they trade Westbrook away. Uh, I like what they're doing. I mean, they knew they couldn't win this way. They couldn't win with Russell as the number one guy. They couldn't win with Russell and, and, and Paul George together. So they're blowing everything up and starting anew. But they're acquiring. I like uh, draft picks. They acquired a, a young guard in Shea Gilbert Alexander, who was very good last year's rookie. And 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 Los Angeles, they got a guy, a Gallinari, you know, former Nick. Uh, he's a he's a pros pro He's a he's a ball player. He's also on aspiring contract. So next year, his twenty million dollars comes off the books. So I thought OKC okay, for what
1: they had to do, they played it right. Okay, so were you surprised? Uh, I was surprised that Paul George, they they traded him. I mean, you know, you, you figure they 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 had a pretty good year last year, but um, wow! I guess the haul that they got, I guess that was the deciding factor that they were going to start from scratch. I mean, you know, in the NBA, mm-hmm. it's tough. Draft picks don't guarantee anything. You know? No, they, uh, they had but... to do. It. They had to do it though. Yeah, you, you think because, that was a must, huh?
0: Yeah, because uh, all was well the first half of the year, and the injuries started mounting, and then frustration started boiling behind the scenes, and not many people know that Paul George eventually saw what Kevin Durant uh, saw years ago, where you can't win playing Russell's game. Uh, something's had to change. The, the OKC over the years, they gone through, uh, they gone through players, they have gone through coaches. Uh, they had Scotty Brooks, now they had Billy Donovan. And every time, after every early exit, playoff uh, round exits, you hear the same thing. We can't win this way. We have to win with a a better offensive scheme. And the common denominator has always been Russ. And I'm a big Russell fan. I love that guy. I love how he plays. I love how he's so tenacious. But his game is not conducive to playing in this era of the NBA right now. Uh, In this era of the NBA, you see the better teams the ball doesn't just stick to one guy's hand. It sticks. It, it, it's moving. It's free-flowing. And Russell's game is kind of like a ball stopper. He's a better he's, he's, he's a better mellow where the ball goes in hand and just stops pretty much. Uh, so I, I thought that he had to make make a change with the, the whole dynamic of the roster. Even though Russ gets about 10 assists a game, it's kind of hollow assists because it, it doesn't come with, in, instead of the
1: offense. So, what are your thoughts about Russ? It seems like the the, the latest rumor out there is that he's going uh, to uh, Houston.
0: Yeah, again, uh, if he goes to Houston, mess, to Houston, that's another ball stop. Another ball stop player. Uh, James Harden is the ball stop player in the NBA, where he's one against one, and you have the other four guys in the corner waiting for a, pa- a pass uh, that hardly ever comes. So. I can't see. Russell's game is not made to go in a corner and shoot corner threes. Same thing with Chris Paul. And and, and that's why Chris Paul now has his bristles. Uh, it would not be a great situation if he had uh, Westbrook and Harden together again as teammates. They, they did it in OKC, but that wasn't Harden. It was not James Harden yet. He was only a six man. Now he's the guy. He's arguably a top seven or eight player in the league. And you're going to put him with the same team as Westbrook. Two guys and one ball is not going to work in Houston. I think that he's going to get moved regardless, but I think the best chance for him will be either
1: Miami or Detroit. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. More to come on that. What was your thoughts? We'll talk about the Knicks last uh, because that's a fiasco, of course. Uh, what was your thoughts about, um, I guess, uh, Kemba Walker? I was surprised. I thought he was going to stay down in Charlotte. And he decided to go up to Boston. Does this make? Does this put Boston over the hump? No, it's the same situation as Boston had
0: last year, except that Kemba's likable, <laughs> and I, I really, <laughs> I've always, I've always enjoyed Kemba. I cover him in Rice, I cover him in, in Hallmucker League. I covered Kemba since he is a sophomore in high school, so I'm very fond of Kemba. I'm very, I, I, so I'm, I, I'm partial to him. Uh, but it's going to be the same thing that we we saw last year in Boston. Uh, it's going to be a very talented point guard, and it's going to be a bunch of young players trying to find their way. Now, Kemba isn't a ball stopper the way Kyrie is. Kyrie is a ball stopper as well. But it's not going to put Boston over the hump. I mean, it might help them a little bit because now that Kawhi is gone, the Raptors are done. That's, that's one less team to worry about. But there's there's still Philadelphia, and there's still Milwaukee. To worry about in the east And I just don't see Boston getting over hump uh, With Charlotte, they're now a, a cemetery, They're a graveyard They no longer matter, they no longer exist Doesn't matter it had, it had They had that very famous owner down there They don't matter anymore Because they let their best player Who should that franchise walk away
1: Yeah, very interesting They did all from the max deal Supposedly, so more to come on that So Kevin Durant, did you ever think that he was going to go to the Nets? I mean, it was it was it was a little surprising. I'm not shocked that he went to the Nets. What was your thoughts? Uh, this was done back in March. I this, already he decided.
0: Decided that. Yeah. this is oh, really. He decided he back he, in March. He was I, always
1: going to the Nets. Both of them. If
0: you if you yes if you if you recall. That uh, meeting in the hallway, uh, I believe during the All Star Weekend, where Kyrie got mad at Paparazzi for following around because the Paparazzi caught him and Durant whispering, and talking in the hallway, uh, you know, alone to themselves, and the cameras caught them. That was, you know, back in like you know the All Star Break Weekend. This is this going on since March. scene. their minds were, are made up to as far as forming a super team. And to my knowledge, uh, I just think that. New York was always destination because Durant's uh, manager and partner, Rich Kleiman, has always wanted Kevin in New York. Uh, I think people probably thought it was going to be the Knicks, but I think when the Knicks lost that lottery and didn't get Zion, it, I think it made more sense for Kyrie and Durant to go to Brooklyn and maybe start their own foundation under you know, a quote-unquote newer team because Brooklyn is still a new franchise in Brooklyn. So this is already hashed out months ago. They let people on. They let everyone astray. They always knew that they were going to team with each other and go somewhere and play together, in New York, because Rich Plyman was dead set on having Kevin start his brand, his 35 production company, and have it in New York City and have him become a global icon.
1: Yeah, very interesting. I mean, I give the Nets a lot of credit. That team was going nowhere fast. No draft picks. I mean, it was suicidal with um uh was it Billy king look Billy King into <laughs> yeah. to that team i mean it was i mean he gave away i mean i think they still have draft picks out there that that teams are uh, I don't know if Boston still has any left, but so i give I give uh, the nets all the credit i mean they 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 basically you know start from, they started from scratch, and look where they are now. Now it's gonna be oh, it's it's gonna be interesting when when Durant comes back. I mean, is Kyrie gonna be able to hold the fort down? I mean, he's shown, in my opinion, that he's a Robin. He's not Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he, he's a good Robin, but he, you know, he, in New York, he's gonna be scrutinized even more than he was in Boston. So it, it's, it's oh, gonna absolutely. be interesting to see how he handles the New York press. Um, I mean, expectations are gonna be high for the Nets. Uh so and Durant coming back next year. Huh, it's it's a big gamble. It's a big gamble for the Nets. Um I mean I could see why Durant didn't want to go to the Knicks. 'Cause the the Knicks really are not ready. They really don't have the <laughs> town assembled yet. And I don't think anybody wants to come to a team that doesn't have a good You know surrounding cast Of players and the Knicks just don't have that Yet these guys are young And they're still making changes So with that said What was your thoughts on the the Knicks draft and their free agent Signing
0: I am definitely uh, Opposite opinion Uh, Most Knicks fans were going crazy On July 1st They were upset at the Knicks They didn't even have a meeting with Kawhi They lost out on Kevin and Kyrie and Knicks fans. uh, They just were on a ledge. And I think I was the opposite because I tweeted many times that this is a slow and steady pace. There's no more quick fixes in New York. There's no more giving money away just for the sake of spending. And I like what they're doing. I know it's going to take some time and some more patience, but they're setting themselves up nicely for the next two or three years when all those short-term deals – come off the books, that means Ellington that means Julius Randle uh, Taj Gibson, those guys come off the books in two years and lo and behold Giannis and be I believe in two years, so they're trying to line themselves up to get um, another big superstar another two or three years from now I like what they're doing, I like that Perry and Mills have full authority now, it seems like Dolan is not butting in anymore and I like the slow and steady progress that they're going to go young they're going to trust these kids and their kid core is pretty darn good. Look at Knox. Look at Mitchell. You look at Dennis Smith Jr. You look at R.J. Barrett. You look at the kid that got in the second round, Iggy from Michigan. They have some young pieces that could be attractive in two or three years. So I tell Knicks fans, you waited almost twenty years to be relevant again. What's another two or three?
1: It's just true. I give Scott Perry a lot of credit. He's made some good moves. Uh, I don't know um, if they really sold on Smith Jr. I mean, they brought in Bobby Portis. So how sold are they on him? So it's going to be interesting to see. And you know, the, the Knicks have some pieces, but they have some other kids out there that you know that it's it's like, what are we doing here? So it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they they got Julius Randle. What's your thoughts on Julius Randle? He had a good year last year, but. You know, the team, you know, the team was, you know, that was a team that was mixed year. You know, half the year they, they were doing pretty good, and the second half of the year was they're pretty much out of contention. So well, what's your thoughts on Julius Randle? I like him. I, I think that he's what they need. They they need a, a go-to
0: guy. Uh, but at the same time, he's not going to step on any toes. He's not going to deter or start any growth. He'll start the three or four, but he won't be the kind of guy that will take away minutes from Kevin Knox, who needs to grow and, and, and mature on the court. So I like what they did. It's only a two-year deal. Uh, it it could have been a lot worse. I, I think that, like I said, once he comes off the books in two years, then you have all the extra money to play with. So this is a, a, a move where they're trying to do something now to be competitive, but at the same time have an eye on the long-term future of the franchise that I like.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Short-term contracts—they're putting themselves, uh, like you said, in great position. Uh, what's your thoughts on Frank Melikina? What, what is he basically going to get traded? Is he going to be, you know, work? I mean, he's, he's a lost—he's a lost soldier, and a, you know, you know, on a team where, you know, he, he was out like half the year last year. Well, what's the deal with Frank? Yeah. It's just
0: uh, the poor kid I can't catch a break. Uh, he Remember, I mean, people probably remember this. He's Phil's pick, and Phil is long gone. So his biggest advocator is long gone. Uh, he was never the pick that most I heard behind the scenes did not want. And it's ironic that they passed over a Dennison Jr., and they passed over Malik Monk for Neil Akina. and now Dennis Jr. is now teammates with Neil Akina. So it's funny how that worked out. But from what I was hearing, when I was on that beat, uh, a lot of people in, in the in the departments of scouting and services, they didn't want Frank as their pick and Phil pretty much overruled them. So he's Phil's guy. So now, and now it's on him now to show a Perry and Mills that he belongs on this roster. Uh I'm not I'm still not sold to him. I'm still not sure that he belongs here, but he has a chance now to show the new regime that I can play and I I can get
1: minutes. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if he's he's not a point. So is he a two? I mean, he's he's not a, he doesn't even seem like he's a two. It's gonna be. A, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, that's the problem, with Frank. I mean, he's not an NBA point guard, mm-hmm. and so and he doesn't shoot well enough. So I guess more to come with the Knicks. It's it's you know, I, I, like you said, is they have some young talent. Now that Porzingis is gone, you know, which I thought was a good trade. Because I didn't think he wanted to be anymore Uh, So We'll see what happens I mean um, a lot of question marks At least they brought in some talent And so I guess more to come This this is where the coach really has got to earn his stripes This year Even though they're not going to have a great record But he's got to get these guys (laughs) to play Much better um, Than they did last year I mean uh, so We'll see what happens. What are your thoughts, I guess, real quick, uh, Tony, on what the uh, Warriors did, which, you know, they made some moves. Any, any thoughts on the Warriors and, and any other free agent signings out there? I don't know. That's perfect. I, I think it's a great fit because they're, they're going to have
0: a free-flowing offense still, even without Kevin Durant, even with Klay Thompson on the shelf for the next six months or so. They, they brought a guy in, in Delangelo Russell who's insured on and off the floor. He's going to be a very good one-two punch with Steph. Uh, and when they put him in the high pick and roll situations, they're going to be a dangerous team still, the the Warriors. They're not dead yet. Their they're run as champions is over, I think, for for a while. But as far as being a still a very good team and a team that can go, you know, a round or two in the playoffs, they're still a very good roster. Uh and I think the most underrated thing they did was they re-signed Kevon Looney, who was a warrior in the finals. He played with almost just one arm the entire final. I thought the kid was heroic. I thought the kid battled through things. that was just inspiring. And they added a guy in Willie Cawley Stein, uh, who didn't really pan out in, in uh, Sacramento, but he has all the physical tools to be a really good player in that system because he is – Mm-hmm. A legit seven-foot guy. He runs the floor like a gazelle. He jumps over over a men, and he has athletic ability that you just can't coach. And when he gets in that system with Steve Kerr and Mike Brown, those guys, and they coach him up, and he has Steph and Draymond coaching him up, Willie Carly Stein is going to be one of the best all-season signings in the NBA this, this summer. You think so, huh?
1: Yes. Okay Well we're gonna when we Loop up with you next Probably not to the fall We're gonna hold you to it We got you on the tape <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah you got You You also <laughs> You also had me on tape And last time I was on the show Where you told me Do I pick the field Or the Warriors And I said the field Without a doubt And that came out Right to me
1: You definitely did uh, I didn't think the Warriors were gonna win either Especially <laughs> Well once they And when, what in the show Would happen though is when you play all those games, and I and, and I believe this, you know. I mean, even happened LeBron. You played all these games, you're gonna be more susceptible to injuries, and you know, and and that's what happens.
0: You know, these guys well,
1: played. Yeah. The, you know, I mean. Uh, so, but yeah, Warriors, uh, they're, like they're, you said, they're gonna be there. Um, and, you know, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna have a chance to win next year, but they'll be competitive. Nice. There's No doubt about that. No, that West is I, tough, I, though.
0: I, Yes, but I think you're right about the wear and tear and the tread. Uh, eventually, it catches up to a, to a player and it catches up to a team, and there's a reason why we haven't seen a three-peat champion since, since Shaq and Kobe in 2002. So that's why,
1: because so the wear and tear is too great for you. Absolutely. It is, it's just very difficult to do, and it's, uh, and the way these guys play now, I mean, it's running running gun up and down up and down the court, so it's not a slow grind, like in the nineties, my mm-hmm. Nick teams were competitive, it's totally different <laughs> game so but uh it's all good. Any last words that you have tony uh on any other signings we we didn't cover or or do you think let me ask you this we talked very briefly about Miami, and it looks like i mean if they they it looks like they may be making another free agent signing. Uh, if they it looks like they may be the team to come out of the East, man, if they get or go against Milwaukee, then you sign another well, big time player.
0: Well yeah, as of right now the Heat are probably still uh I would probably say fourth or fifth. I still I still will put uh the Bucks over them. I would put Boston over them, Philadelphia, maybe even because I like what Indiana do with Brogdon and Old Depot mm-hmm. in the backcourt. Uh, So I I still say that the Heat are hovering as far as a mid-tier team of four, five, six seed. Uh, But if they add Russ, they jump to the top of the conference, I I believe. But if you had Jimmy Butler and and Russell Westbrook in the same roster, those are two of the angriest dogs in the league. And they will get after it, and they will physically carry carry that team, uh, uh, the young team they have, because those guys don't play around. Those guys practice hard. They play hard. And you only can help, not help yourself, but follow
1: in their footsteps. Absolutely. So, with that said, we'll end it. Tony, please leave your uh, your Twitter and all the social media information where the listeners out there can get at you.
0: Oh, yeah. You can still find me on Twitter. I'm at T Bone 8. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on T Bone Sports, T Bone 8 Sports. And uh, you can read me up uh, When I do some coverage For Washington State University At kookfan.com
1: Washington State, huh? Yes, sir All right All right That's what's good We appreciate your support, Tony Coming on the show Uh, I know Are you still covering the NFL?
0: Uh, No I I do mostly college now But I still have my ear to the ground I still tweet about the Giants I still have people Within the franchise That's giving information to me
1: all right. Well, that's good. We'll we'll get your feedback anyway when it's, when the, the time comes around. Everybody knows that the Jets and Giants had uh, a lot of movement this year. So uh, when it gets a little closer, we'll have you get your input and your your picks for uh, for the upcoming year. My um, pick already is Cowboys. You know so. <laughs> And, of course, uh, the New York teams Looks like they're being opposite directions here They're just finally trying to put something together But with that said, Tony, <laughs> listen We're going to talk to you, enjoy your summer With you and your family And uh, we'll get at you real soon
0: Thank you, sir, same as you as well You and
1: your family, Thank you for having me Yeah, thanks again, Tony, have a good one
0: Yes, sir, thank you
1: Alright, well, that's it My man, Tony Williams Guest on the LC and Jack radio show I tell you, great Great, 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 great guy. Informative information. NBA. I tell you, these guys are getting paid. $240 million contracts they're signing these days. And it's all guaranteed. And they get small contracts of like $40 million. Shoot, I would I would pay for for five, two, maybe even $1 million. Sick money. But uh, that's the way sports are these days. Big money, big money, and more big money. So uh, with that said, get at us on social media. Of course, you know you can hit us up on Twitter, LC and Jack, uh, radio show. Get us up on uh, Facebook, even though we haven't been on Facebook in a bit, uh, but we do have a presence on Facebook. Uh, we're on LinkedIn as well. So, Or you can drop us an old-fashioned email. Wow, email old-fashioned. How quickly things change at lcandjack at gmail.com we thanks again for your support stay calm stay blessed we'll talk to you real soon bye